This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of Press One for Nick. Your host, Nick Limsdahl, is the Director of Contact Center Solutions at VDS. Through conversations with customer service and customer experience leaders, Nick and his guests exchange insightful stories, best practices, and invaluable lessons they have learned along the way. Welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. My name is Nick Glimsdahl, and my guest this week is Nick Martin. Nick is the Manager of Customer Experience, Quality Training, and Development at Harry's. Nick, welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Nick. And uh, the interesting dilemma that I'm sure you've heard is, if they're pressing one for Nick this time, which Nick are they going to get? Exactly. And the answer is yes. <laughs> uh, both are amazing. So you just click on one and, and you'll be surprised, but you won't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, question I ask everybody is um, maybe a little bit of nugget that people might not know about you or something neat that you've, you've experienced. Uh, so that's the question I'm going to ask you is what, what have you experienced in your life or what's a, a talent that you have or something that people might not know about you? This is always an interesting question for me. Harry's has fun facts when we talk about new hires and everything. And mm -hmm. one that I've used in the past that has, I guess, been interesting is that I grew up in the state of Maine, the greatest state. And in Maine, I took a winter survival course with a Navy SEAL uh, from middle school into high school, which we were told we needed to take <laughs> to get into high school. I'm not sure if that's true. Um, but it was a three-day winter survival course where we had to learn and and live um, in the winter in Maine, uh, learn how to trap, learn how to set up shelter, learn how to tread water with our clothes on for seven minutes and all of those things. So that's a pretty fascinating experience that most don't have out there. Yeah, I, I don't know of another person that I know of that said, hey, to get into high school, you need to take a survival class. So my question to you is, who is the they told you that, that you needed to, to do this? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure, but you know, I now currently live in New York City. Uh, so I don't know if any of these skills are gonna be put to use, but you know, let's pretend if, if, if there was a giant winter storm, I'm the person you'd look to. Right. Yeah. For anybody that lives in New York, uh, go connect with Nick Martin right now on LinkedIn and find out uh, how to be his friend because in the time of storm, you will need him. Winter is coming. <laughs> Winter is coming. <laughs> uh, so for the people that don't know, uh, maybe explain a little bit about uh, what you guys do at Harry's. Yeah. Harry's is a direct-to-consumer uh, original brand that is a men's grooming company and we've moved off um, and we are available in retail. And our entire goal is just to uh, make men's grooming better for everyone out there. So uh, most people will know that we started in shaving, but we've expanded um, from them. Uh, my favorite product right now is a, our body wash actually. Mm -hmm. um, and I currently manage the quality training and development function for the customer experience team. Um, I've okay. been through five different positions over six years uh, in the CX operations, people management, quality, and a frontline associate. So it's been a wild ride. So um, I guess the most important question based off of what you said is, is what is uh, the scent of this favorite body wash? Oh, that's the, so my favorite scent is going to be fig. I will have to okay. say the newest scent that we have, Redwood, 
is getting close. Um, but my favorite scent is fig. So if you're out there, you're at your Walmart, you're at your Target, or you want to go to harrys.com, yep. look for like the light red cap, um, the fig smell. It's very Mediterranean coastline. I would, I would suggest it. They also have bar soap if you're a bar soap person. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's interesting. It's not, um, and it's unique because uh, you, you would, every time that I, I think of Harry's, I don't think of body wash. So uh, it's always good to kind of expand and say, hey, these guys have good products. Maybe I should try to find out and, and figure out what's the next best product that you guys have. So uh, of course, uh, go out there and take a peek. But um, so you guys have a customer experience department. How many people are in your guys' department? About 35, give or take at any moment in time. And that includes the management team. Okay. And, um, you know, when it comes to um, the support or what you guys are providing your, your uh, customers, you kind of have a concierge service. What does that look like? Great question. So from the beginning, um, we've wanted to create like many companies when they start their customer experience, just a way to talk to your customers that felt special and individualized. Mm. So what we do is we proactively prompt interaction to get input and feedback from our customers so we can shape their experience. And okay. by experience, I mean their customer experience, but also their, their customer journey and their product experience, their web experience and beyond. So we do a lot of proactive outreach from our CX team and proactive conversations from and by our CX team along the customer lifecycle hmm. that are pretty uh, amazing insights into what we can provide for our customers. Um, and we ask a lot of interesting questions. We get a lot of interesting insight and then we build what customers say that that's part of the, the beauty of being in such a tight relationship with your customers. Yeah. So you mentioned how you ask interesting questions, maybe explain and go into detail what those are. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have some pretty great copywriters on our team and I think, <laughs> I think, um, you know, we'll ask unique questions such as, Hey, you know, what would you recommend for a product? Are you interested in any different sense or anything along mm -hmm. those lines? But we also include something that's, uh, you know, inviting people to ask us questions, including about shaving or life in general. And we mm. get some really interesting questions about life in general. It's, it's usually a fun time when our whole team will stop and say, hey, someone just asked me this question that has something to do with life in general. Does anyone have any couple seconds so we could brainstorm a really fun answer to really personalize this? There's a surprising amount of dating questions uh, that we get, which is interesting. I guess people are really in that, that dating like mindset when they're thinking about shaving or not shaving to get out for the night. Um, <laughs> so, so we answer a lot of first date questions, which is always cute yeah. and adorable. So that's awesome. Is there um, any, uh, you know, you, you mentioned life in general questions. Um, uh, so you don't just, your team doesn't just say, Hey, Oh yeah. You want the fig body wash. Yeah. You know, happy to do that. But you ask, additional questions uh, outside of those. So maybe those, those life questions, what, what are a few of those that, um, you know, people might not in, in customer service expect? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think those are, are, are fairly rare. We open the door and we ask yeah. them. I mean, customers are, are 
transactional most of the time. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, there, there'll be questions that customers will ask about, you know, our favorite products that we're excited to talk about. We will ask customers um, their preference for the upcoming product. We have a lot of different requests and, and one of the, one of the, more proud moments that I have as a customer experience professional mm -hmm. is when I get the opportunity to come back to those individual customers from mm -hmm. my team and say, Hey, you know that you asked for body wash two years ago. Well, I'm excited to say that we listened, here it is. And here's a, here's a free sample or here's a discounter mm -hmm. or let us know what you think. That's like a full circle moment that doesn't yeah. happen if you're not stressing and valuing your customer experience as much as you should be. Yeah. And, and how do you think that makes them feel? It's those are, that's why I love it the most because the responses that we get from those are, are pretty amazing. It makes mm -hmm. you feel like, um, you know, you went down the street to your, your general store and like bought your normal moxie soda to use a main reference yeah. and just said hi and walked out It's that type of moment, but it's with a large -er company online. So it's, yeah. it's truly a connection. It's almost like, um, I guess my thought immediately went to the barbershop experience where you go in, you've been going in, your, your, your family prior has going, been going in generation to generations and they know who Nick is. Um, and so when you can de de develop that personalized experience uh, from a digital perspective, um, it's not necessarily that barbershop experience, but in a way it is. Yep. Yeah. And it, and it fits with our, our brand because in the values that we live, which is just, we are approachable guys next door. Um, and we, and, you know, not necessarily, um, you know, the pinnacle of, of some sports, you know, body figure or anything along those lines, but like, we are the guys next door that are there and available to help you at any moment in time. And that fits really well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am, uh, uh, I heard the other day somebody had a, a, a body for podcasting. So I'm going to, I'm going to use that one. <laughs> uh, you mentioned um, on our, on our prior call that you spend some qual some quality time coaching. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Coaching is a significant emphasis that we have specifically with our people management team. Uh, we lean heavily on this in training, onboarding and beyond. Um, and so when I think about the, the development portion of the development program that I'm responsible for, I would split it into two real arms, which is a programmatic arm, which you can sort of think as your traditional skills-based training or systems that you might use or, or learning and development um, stipends or, or whatever it would be. Um, but the other arm that we lean heavily into is, is coaching and equipping our direct people managers with the tools, um, you know, the coaching tools mm -hmm. to empower and grow our associates within and beyond the role. Mm -hmm. And just as a note, when I, when I talk about beyond, I really do mean beyond. I'm thrilled to have previous CX associates that I've worked with in the front line, talking to customers that are now engineers on the Harry's team or on our recruiting team on the Harry's team or product managers or email marketers on the Harry's team. And that is important to me. Um, that growth, that career pathing is really important because now it's benefiting 
our customers still, but the whole um, company, the whole Harry's org. Yeah, it's really cool that you guys, um, when you're developing, it's not developing in that department either. It's saying, hey, you have the opportunity to grow with this organization as we grow um, in the department that you want. Yeah, yeah. So that's really neat. Um, what does human first mentality mean to you? Simply that we're going to check in with the individual first before we check in with the work. Um, so in a one-on-one -on -one case, uh, in a one-on-one -on -one setting, which is, you know, a, a weekly meeting that you might have with your direct, uh, the first portion of that is, is checking in with the individual. Um, and I think uh, that's something that has become more important when a lot of us right now are working remotely mm -hmm. um, and not having that water cooler moment um, mm -hmm. or, you know, when you're filling your cup of coffee in the morning and you get to ask how was the weekend or, or whatever it is, and you're just jumping directly into this virtual Zoom meeting or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. And if you're not approaching that with a human first mentality, um, then you're missing a lot of the human connection and network that's really important. So just like the human connection and network are important for the CX, it's just as important for the EX. Um, and we believe that a psychologically safe environment um, at work will provide a better outcome for our customer experience. Yeah, the one thing that I heard there was um, you take the time that you schedule internally with meetings uh, to have scheduled water cooler meetings. Um, yeah. Why is that important? I think that's important because I think what we saw originally when we had meetings virtually was that when everyone signed in or when one or two people signed in, it was quiet or it was pretty stagnant until the meeting started because mm -hmm. it was just more difficult for that small talk. Mm -hmm. um, so there are agendas that I have with my team that will include on the agenda items that are, you know, warm up icebreakers or literally how was your weekend or anything that, that really makes sure that you're being intentional about those moments, mm -hmm. not just to skip to work is work because work is important but it is not as important <laughs> as every individual that is on your team. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think that's such a um, really cool thing that you guys are doing. There's, you know, there's so many people that are working sometimes more hours because they're working from home and don't have that commute and they're trying to accomplish things and do more with less. And so if you can set that time apart and say, Hey, I know we're scheduled for an hour, uh, let's schedule for an hour 10 and let's talk for the first 10 minutes about you. And they're like, wait, what? Like, we're not, you mean I get to settle down for a little bit and pump the brakes and actually talk for a minute? Like that differentiates you guys on that experience. Yeah. Yeah. And it creates just an environment of the same environment that you had in person where it is a, a safe, we're on the same team environment before we go into what our priorities are and what our goals are and just focus, focus, focus. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, how important is effortless experience at Harry's? Very. Uh, I've, I, I talk about effortless experience a lot um, and <laughs> there's a reason for it. About four years ago, I um, was responsible for our quality um, at Harry's and building the quality program 
um, when originally we just had a look to your left, look, look to your right. This is how many people we have on the team. Let's make sure that we're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. We, of course, reached past that as a hypergrowth startup and had to define how we coach and talk about and define quality. And one of the important things that came out of about a year and a half of, of really intensive research was um, effortless experience is a good fit for Harry's. Uh, it's important that it's not a one-size-fits-all fit, approach. Um, definitely not a good fit for everyone out there, but we believe that effortless experience is a really great way of creating and retaining loyal customers. And if you don't know, Harry's can be a subscription service. It can be at order as needed. You can just go to harrys.com, order one time. Mm-hmm. You can go to retail options, um, but it also can be a subscription service, which is really easy. It just means that whatever you're ordering will show up at your doorstep at whatever interval you want mm-hmm. that fits into your need, which is great if you're shaving on a certain interval or whatever it is. And because of that, um, it, that, that model, it's really great that if there's any sort of touch base that we need to have with a customer, their perceived effort, how much perceived effort they give to that touch base is low, 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 so they can continue on being retained and loyal and continue to spend with us and explore new products with us and not churn as a customer. So we, we think about kind of mitigating disloyalty by reducing the amount of effort someone needs to give to talk to us, ask a question, answer a question, et cetera. Yeah, you mentioned on our call that you at Harry's want to be as forgetful as possible. Um, it it kind of caught me off guard a little bit <laughs> because I'm like, well, what do you mean? You want to be memorable, right? You want to create yeah. these, uh, you know, maybe not um, surprise and delight, but, um, you know, you want to be as forgetful as possible. So I had to chew on that a little bit or maybe had you explain it. So please explain what that means. Yeah, th- this is fine. I mean, I exaggerate a lot of things. <laughs> so obviously this is a bit of an exaggeration. Um, But when I think about the type of contact um, that is coming into Harry's, um, and I'm going to overgeneralize here, the cards are slightly stacked against you in some of these contacts where you feel like the answer should have actually been earlier in that customer's journey. The maybe it was um, someone trying to modify their shave plan. So they're trying to change how many blades they get because they're not getting enough or whatever it might be. There is that option. It's extremely user-friendly and we work really hard. Our web product team on making that option on harrys.com. Excuse me. But we didn't answer that question. Excuse me. We didn't answer that question earlier in that customer's journey. So when they're reaching to us, it feels like they have taken time out of their day and any sort of push to, you know, throw some balloons up or give a cookie or whatever it might be is not going to get the customer back to their life any faster. Mm. So in that particular type of contact, that's the way we think about things. I like to think about it as, um, you know, a kiosk to check in at your, if anyone is flying anytime soon, check in on your next flight, or would you like to wait in line to have the option to talk to someone to check in at your next flight that fits that particular type of contact and our a lot of our contacts fit that moment where we just want it to be so smooth and effortless that the customer is on their way back to the important things in life 
um, that they almost forget that they had to call, call us, email us or whatever it might be. Yeah. And that's where it clicked for me is when you mentioned the kiosk at the airport. Uh, I'm the guy that walks up to the kiosk with my head down, maybe wearing a hat, even if the, the, the people at the very beginning at the, at the line are trying to give my attention or, or smile at me or maybe even wave me over. And I'm like, I got this. Uh, my goal is to, to get in, get out and, you know, move my bag over and, and put the sticker on it and leave as quick as possible. Um, you know, I want to be able to self-serve and the same is true in, in, in our, in our line of business. Yeah. And it's, it's not to say that we don't have moments where we do something extraordinary and special. I talked about our, our proactive sort of concierge type service earlier. We have those moments, but over, overall as an operation, we're operationalizing to the idea that we want to reduce a perceived effort from someone coming in to make any sort of transaction or question or answer. Um, and then we pick and choose those moments uh, mm. sort of specially. Yep. And then um, kind of just touching back on the effortless experience, is that, does that mean for both the employee or the customer or, uh, or one or the other? What, which one for you uh, at Harry's, what does that mean to you? For us, it means both. Uh, yes, uh, you should always be focused on both. In fact, focusing on the employee experience or the EX is, is just as important and, and, and will help your customer experience. So if you make the job easier for your frontline associates, then they can make the job more effortless for your customer experience. Mm -hmm. When I think about this, I'm, I'm, we've all had that experience. We've contacted CX and maybe someone can't quote, find you in the system, right? Like that is a good example of, you did not make that employee experience easy enough. And now it's translating to a very, very high effort customer experience. The opposite way that this could work is instead of one person, me, the customer, trying to solve something, there's two people, me, the customer, you, the customer experience associate, trying to solve something, two people better than one. This feels like a team situation. Wow, my effort just would drop by 50%. Mm-hmm. So, so that's kind of the way that I think about that. Yep. No, I think that's great. Um, inside, when you're when you're interacting with customers, Um, your employees actually don't have scripts. Um, Why is that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's four general tenets, four pillars or so of of effortless experience. And and one of them is frontline rep autonomy. Um, and, and, And that's sort of why, one of the reasons why we chose not to have scripts. Um, you're, removing some of the tools in the tool belt that you have to help the customer by sending someone down one specific script. Um, I think as more and more self-service and AI and everything gets into CX, a lot of the uh, similar types of contacts will be addressed earlier in the customer journey and you will need more creativity on your team with the ones that are actually getting to your frontline agents. And so just more and more that script will be a weird fit. It won't match the sentiment tone and it won't, it will not provide a quality experience. Yeah. I would agree with that too, because if, if it doesn't matter if somebody's a month in or uh, 
two years in, they're all going to try to read off a script and that's not natural. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're like, Hey Nick, I would love to offer you this brand new razor that we have. Oh wait. Uh, no, let me go to that next script because it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, and, instead <laughs> of actually having the goal is to build that and trust uh, with that person and be honest with them. And it kind of goes back to the general questions. Like if you're asking those additional questions that, are, are unexpected or, or a clarifying question. They're like, man, these people now get me. And, and I'm more willing, at least from my perspective, I'm more willing to buy an additional product from them because they now know what I like. They're now getting my preferences. They see what I've bought in the past and they're making recommendations. Yeah. And it makes sense when you hear it. It's, it's so simple when you hear it and talk about it, the, the concept of being heard, but it is tied to, to behavioral psychology and it is tied to significant amounts of research. So that, that's why we try. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, another really neat thing that you guys do is you have this, um, a program called wow. Uh, maybe dig a little bit into what that is. Yeah. Uh, it's called, it's called customer. Wow. Um, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's an internal program. Um, but we call it to wow a customer. Uh, you have to spell wow in all caps and you have to say it like you're being wowed. Um, and it is, it's a budget that we have on our team that we allocate in and give to our team. And each individual has that budget on a monthly basis that they can spend however they'd like. Um, and that's the important part of this is there is very little direction given from the lane budget lead and the management management myself, whoever it might be. This is, um, this is again about associate autonomy. We trust you. Um, here's the credit card once a month, you have this much money to do what you want to help customer. So the customer could be in a, in a tough spot and maybe it's something that you want to send to the customer to help them out. You could have gotten in a tough spot and maybe it's something that you want to add to the customer experience to get yourself out. Um, it's mm. a way that you can jump in with teammates. So we have a lot of teammates say, Hey, I just spoke to this customer. This is the situation. I had this cool idea to send them blank. Um, mm -hmm. send them tickets to their favorite restaurant because they were talking about it and they haven't been in a while. Does anyone else want to join me and double our budget? And they'll say, yeah, that's a great idea. I'll join and I'll double the budget. Mm -hmm. um, I was just actually reading through some interesting um, wow that happened recently. And one of them stuck out to me, which someone mistakenly emailed us. Uh, it happens every once in a while in customer experience. Everyone knows this. You might be like, the person that forgot the CC BCC situation and somehow ended up emailing help at harrys.com. We, so we got an email from someone uh, that was talking about how they were helping a family in need during COVID-19, um, mm. which we thought was really touching. We didn't, we weren't supposed to get this email, but we were like, let's help. So we ended up sending them um, a a bunch of sets from Harry's to help with the situation, some sets from Flamingo, um, which is our amazing um, brand that sells for 
for women and, and it's spectacular. I highly, highly suggest you check it out. Everyone checks it out. And we sent him some Target gift cards to help for the mom that was helping out the family. It was just a great moment. Um, and it wasn't, you know, it was a moment that we talk about when we wow someone. Yeah. So two things about that is uh, maybe three so that, that you give um, your associates that ability to make that decision and or combine it together um, that you're, you're able to help people out and it's behind the scenes. This, this isn't a, a PR stunt. This isn't like, uh -huh. hey, I'm going to do this hoping this sucker goes viral and we're going to make so much free advertising. It's going <laughs> to be ridiculous, right? Yep. And, then, and then the third thing is you're not giving away and, and sometimes you are, but there's a lot of times where you're not giving away your product or saying, Hey, we're going to donate Harry's products because we still want our brand out there. People could buy a book. People, people could buy a restaurant um, a gift card because that is what they think that the, the associate or customer needs at that time. And I think that that kind of differentiation on experience makes people want to come back too, because not only if, are that is that as a customer not expecting that or the people that randomly sent the the help at harry's um email but uh you did it anyways yeah yeah a few other of my favorites have been when we've just donated to someone that was trying to fundraise for um you know their 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 local walk that they're fundraising for their cause of choice or anything like that where it has nothing to do with Harry's it only has something to do with the fact that we want to just let you know that we're you know humans in this together essentially mm. yeah I, I think it always comes back down to um, how you just said um, it's a human first mentality at the end yeah. of the day humans are doing business with humans Yep. Uh, you know, our, our issues, regardless if it's, uh, um, the, the conversations that we're having, uh, at the, at the water cooler moments or the conversations that we're having over the phone, uh, we're always humans doing business with humans. And sometimes that's, um, out of the conversation. And it, it seems like with that wow experience, you guys are kind of pulling that back in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very cool. So, um, Nick, I wrap up every podcast with two questions. Uh, okay. the, the first question, uh, and, and I'll answer, I'll give you both at the same time. So you ha have time to think about it, but, um, is what book or person has influenced you the most in the past year? And then the second question is if you could leave a note to all the customer service professionals and it would leave, it would hit everybody's desk at the same time. <laughs> what would it say? Oh, wow. Great questions. Uh, First question. So a lot of people have certainly influenced me. In terms of a book, I would recommend The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker. I read this maybe three or four years ago, but when it has been quite a difficult time for um, a lot of people out there, I have leaned into some of the techniques that I read in that book in mm. terms of expressing gratitude um, and uh, you know, not moving the goalpost of happiness, but trying to get the happiness now um, for myself as well as my team. So The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker for a book, I would say. Cool. Um, and if I could leave a note on everyone's desk, I would probably just tell a joke. But if I were to answer something seriously, I would say lean into the creativity that you have on your team. I think everyone here in this industry knows that your team is full of extremely diverse 
and just like staggeringly impressive talent. Mm. Um, and I personally find that to be a really great source of inspiration. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, what's the best way for people to connect with you? I mean, LinkedIn, Nicholas Martin, um, is probably the best, uh, happy to connect with everyone on LinkedIn. Cool. And then, uh, before I forget, go to Harry's, um, harrys.com, correct? Yep. Harry's.com. And, and get yourself some, not only shaving gear, but, uh, some fig body wash. Oh, thanks so much, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick, I really appreciate your time, man. It's, uh, it's been a blast to learn more about uh, yourself and Harry's and, and look forward to, to learning more and, and keeping in touch and see what kind of products you guys have in the future. Thank you so much. I hope that you and everyone stays happy and healthy. Thanks. Hey, listeners, can you think of one person who would benefit from the information you learned today? If so, please consider sharing this episode with them. And last, if you would like to receive all the quotes and book recommendations from all my guests, you can go to press1fornick.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Press One for Nick. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share. Until next time, focus on your customers. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.